This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash magic. Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Welcome, dedicated fans. And the one person who asked Alexa to download laid-back cooking podcast Hello, Magic of Turmeric, while mumbling and can't admit their mistake. And now, enjoy the show. from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. About three years ago, almost three years ago, like two weeks shy of three years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload a podcast I record every week here in the Tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Hog's face, in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, by my buddies, by my co-runners of Hog's face, Usador the Wizard. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fian Yalak. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hook Stanges. And I am known in the Northeast as Gasmanius Maystar. And there may be other secret names, dear friends. Names if they were ever writ upon a page. The page itself would burst into flame, and a great fiery phoenix that did rise from those ashes would surely destroy half of the world. Holy cow, that's a powerful one. Yes, I don't write it down. Yeah, don't. But I do sometimes uh, use it as uh, as a mnemonic device. To, to remember what? Deadly things. Well, anyway, you said, or this week, you are the mayor of Hogsface. We yes. found the mayor's sash, and we've been taking turns. Yes, this week, I am the mayor. So I really want to get this zoning issue figured out. But they were going to move the 
zone five feet to the left from where we had discussed before from the meeting a couple of weeks ago. Look, Usador, can we only can we only do the interesting things that make Hog's face better? That isn't how this works! Why don't we have a regime that is like, it's the new Hog's face, no bureaucracy, no red tape. What do you mean? What about the rule of law? Well, we'll have rules of law, we just won't do, like, any boring stuff. That's such a childish way to approach uh, government. Uh, one must tend to those small matters, seemingly unimportant, when they do add up, when they are ignored by the very fabric of society, they begin to crumble. How are you doing with streets and sanitation? Uh, hmm. What I decided to do, instead of going around and sweeping up horse poop... Mm-hmm. was to tie uh, uh, something onto the back of horses so they catch their own. The, oh, God. It's like a big horse diaper. Oh, no. I think it's working out pretty well. Ugh, speaking of horse diapers, I'm also joined by my other what co-host. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm all, my good bud. Good segue. Uh, uh, Chunt, the talking... Uh, you are a... Badger's back, baby. The badger is back, Yeah. The Badger's back in town. Interesting. Now, what what possessed you? Or, well, I mean, I know what possessed you, but uh, I thought perhaps you had left the Badger behind at last. You know what? Every time I turn into a new animal, I think for a couple days, like, this is it. This is my new form. This is fun. And then I miss being a Badger. I feel like I've just been a Badger for so long that I just feel most comfortable in this skin. Don't most of the Badgers hate you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Apparently not one. Yeah, Monica. Had a little bit of Monica all night long. Well, I'm just glad you're not a starling. Yeah, right? What the hell is this? What is this? Somebody spray-painted Pasta Cortez on the table? Oh. Oh. Kid, you should are. Excuse me, I'll be right back. Oh, no. That kid's a real shit. He's a real <laughs> horse diaper. What are you doing here? Are you spraying my name Chunt, it's so annoying when Usador shrinks himself to a size small enough to crawl into his own hat and has an argument with Kid Usador, the orphan child that he's adopted that lives in his hat. Here I am. Well, I had an argument yesterday with Banana Man. Or Manana, sorry, Mayor Manana. Uh, what? You had an argument with Mayor Manana, the Banana Man that you carved out of Banana into a tiny man that is is a banana man that wants to be called Mayor Banana, even on the weeks when he's not the mayor. Are you What's having that? an aneurysm? I'm having... A bananeurysm? Are you having a bananeurysm? Are you having a bananeurysm? I'm just hyper-invested in exposition this week. I'm really just... Like, Arnie, yes or no? How many people are sitting in front of you? Uh, none. There's How many wiz- shapeshifters are sitting in front of you? There's one shapeshifter, as How far many as wizards? I know. One. And answer this question. Yes, we have no banana man? We do have a banana man. Okay. He's sleeping up on the mantle right now. I built him a little uh, hammock. Look, all I'm saying is... Makes him look bigger. We've been doing a lot of great stuff for Hog's Face in the last few weeks, but it's also been a little like a cuckoo crazy town around here, and I'm, and I just don't want to take for granted that people understand who Mayor Manana is, or that, yes, I get it, what seems like a mundane detail to us, that Usador shrinks himself into a tiny version of himself, crawls into his own hat, have an argument with an orphan child named Kid Usador that lives in his hat. It's the most uh, obvious thing in the world. How's, how's your orphan doing? Oh, uh, Brad? Mm-hmm. Arnie lad. Well, I prefer to call him Brad. I like to call him Kid Rock. That's a different orphan. This is why I re-explain these things. 
look, guys, I've been here for almost three years, and our listeners still don't fucking get that almost three years ago I fell through a dimensional portal behind a burger. No, they get that part. Everyone gets that part. Oh. It's really been three years. Almost. What are we doing with our lives? Here I have risen to the highest post in Hog's face, and yet I have not accomplished all my great tasks. If one doth go down to the poorer parts of Hog's face, there are people there, desperate people. People who have nowhere else to turn. They've turned to selling each other magical rocks just to, just for a little high. You put them in your mouth and they pop. Oh. Mm-hmm. But the sheriffs and the deputies, they're corrupt. And there's no hope of oh, wait. ever setting this right. Isn't Chunt the sheriff? Oh, yeah. Yes. Corrupt, like I said. Chunt, have you ever considered being less corrupt? Mm, I just like to look the other way. Mm. Makes you feel like you're on the thinnest of wires. Oh, Arnie, that reminds me. I wanted to ask you. I was uh, on Twitter recently, using mm-hmm. my hour of time, and I saw that in uh, on Earth that there's a cheeseburger that's a mayor. Oh, Mayor McCheese? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's... Is that a- commonplace for Earth? For there to be a mayor that's a cheeseburger? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was a little more common in like the '80s, and then you know they, we don't really talk about that mayor that much anymore. Oh, did he do something? Probably. But guys, I'm very excited to talk to our guest. Seems like the burden of running Hog's Face is kind of getting to us a little bit, so nothing helps lift your spirits than talking to an old friend. Who? So our guest this week is uh, one of our uh, favorite old guests. That would sounded very. Uh, that sounds ageist. Of, yes, it really does. I really don't know how old he is, but I'll, I'll ask him. I'm excited to be joined again by the eunuch Benedict Whisperbrew. Hello, it's wonderful to see you again, Arnold. You look fabulous. Oh, thank Mayor, you, Mayor Usador. I just, I'm just so tickled at all the the changes in progress you've made in in six days' time. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, I, it was so easy to get my parade permit this year, and I, I just, I just really appreciate the the small. Modifications you made in the application process. Yes, I figured just having a, a pile of approved parade permits sitting on the front desk would just make everything easier. Benedict, what kind of parade were you going to? Well, Arnold, um, um, thank you so much for asking. It is National Eunuch Appreciation Day on Saturday. Um, so I'm having a, a big parade um, all throughout the, the, the main thoroughfare of Hog's Face. And... Um, uh, and I, you know, I was actually here, Arnold, to, to question you and, and see if you'd be, you know, interested in being the Grand Marshal. Oh, how nice! The Grand Marshal of the Eunuch Parade. Don't would it, would it be weird for someone who's not a eunuch to be the Grand Marshal of the parade? You're not a eunuch. <laughs> n- n- no, no, I'm no. Not. Oh, that's what. All right. Um, yes, it would. It would be fine if there was a. Air quotes non eunuch as um, as as the the grand marshal for the parade. Oh, Arnold, I I just love your wordplay. What well, I don't. He thinks you're a eunuch. I'm not. Well, Benedict, I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. a eunuch. Not there, there's. <laughs> All right. Okay, so um, it's it's a hard shot at uh, 10 a.m. on Saturday. I just need you there probably at, at 9:45, just so you can you know get comfortable in the in the cart and buggy and. Um, and get um, and get all the little sweetmeats that you'll be throwing to the crowd. Wait, Thank I have you, to be up and ready to go at nine forty-five in the morning. Ugh. Ugh, Ugh. I'd rather Ugh. cut my dick off, Arnie. I'm sorry. Not cool. My balls. <laughs> you know, 
that that is actually very clever. I am going to write that down because I always need a, a witty riposte at these um, eunuch happy hours or um, uh, you know networking events for eunuchs. What is it like when eunuchs are networking with each other? Like, I guess I still don't entirely understand like what all the eunuchs do. Oh well, we're we're communicators, Arnold. We um. We, we traffic in, in information, in gossip, spies, secrets. And so a lot of times when uh, the court eunuch, which I, um, I happily held that reign uh, for, for quite a number of years, you know, when, when he is out of a job, then he just needs to find, you know, other secret-bearing opportunities that he can uh, take part in. You know, it's all about the hustle, Arnold. Oh, sure. What yeah. are you doing to keep yourself busy these days, Benedict? Oh, well, thank you so much, Mayor. You know, um, I, I'm trying to, to um, wriggle my way, as it were, back into the good graces of the court. So I, I took an internship position with the current court eunuch, which, as, um, as you probably know, is my arch-rival from the eunuch academy, Dennis Brittlebrains. Ooh. And, um... Yeah, yeah, so that's a bit of an ego blow. It's a lot of making coffees, fetching raven's blood, um, remembering people's birthdays, things like that. But, you know, it's, it's good exposure. It's, um, I'm, I'm meeting a lot of the right people. Uh, so I, I certainly appreciate that. And, you know, and then to, um, to, you know, to make my rental payments, I, uh, I spend my afternoons and early evenings uh, serving as a tutor for, for local immigrants who want to take the um, the citizenship test. The citizenship? To be a, a citizen of Foon? Well, I, I think I would be ill-equipped to be a citizenship tutor for a, a different country. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you wouldn't teach citizenship to, uh, say, Migos. Sure. Uh, it is like it is like my grandmother always said. Teaching citizenship to a Migosian is like teaching a turtle how to cross stitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Arnie> laugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, Benedict, you are a wit. <laughs> I mean, it takes one to know one, Usador. Oh, well, thank you. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm just, um, I'm serving as a tutor. Uh, you know, it's. Um, it, 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 it gets me out there. I'm meeting people. I love the kids. You know, they're just, so, they're like little sponges and they soak up all the information and I, I can just wring them out over into the bucket of knowledge. Benedict, can you excuse us for one moment? Meet me under the oh, table. Uh, why do we have to do this? Don't you see? Yeah, this is the perfect opportunity for you, Arnold. You can become a eunuch. Ask him about being a eunuch. No, look, no, I thought you were going to say that I could use him to tutor me for the citizenship test I have to take. In less hey, than three did someone months. call for me? Oh, Tusador. You said you could use someone to Tusador you? No. He definitely did not say that. How? I hear what I want to hear. How are you both listening so closely and so badly at all times? Arnie, 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 I need yeah. to tell you, okay? Don't stand behind me because I may not lead. Don't walk in front of me, because I may not follow. Just stand next to me as a friend. All right, back up on top of this. Okay. Wait, 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 back, back. Oh, yeah. oh, wait, I just want to say, I just think it's weird that there's there's Tusador, another wizard who thinks he's Usador, that we just happen to refer to as Tusador, that we don't really know that much more about, but that just pops up all the time. You think that's weird? Yeah. Why? 
I don't know. I just wanted to reestablish that. Okay, great. Wait, wait, wait. Back <laughs> under the no. table. Can I just say something? Uh, yeah? I really appreciate you not telling me to fuck off. Oh, did I forget? Oh, I forgot. Oh, Sorry. That was mighty cool of you. No, mighty I'm, cool. No, I, I, no, we just forgot. Please, cool. okay. please fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Cheers. Yep. Anyway, Ben and Dick, I was... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just looking at these coasters. They're so charming. Yeah, we've been trying to do little things around the tavern to liven it up. That's why we have new coasters. We have my Toyota Camry in we the have middle that, of the tavern. We have that peg game. Oh. That peg game that tells you how many, uh, based on how many pegs are left, that's how smart or dumb you are. Oh, that's uh, what that is? Yeah. Actually, Chunt, would you mind, could, could you just duck under the table with me for one moment? Would that be all right? Sure. Did you need me to blow you or? No, 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 no. Oh, I just, I just want to, um, to share some private information. With Absolutely. You. Here we go. Okay. Chunt, I just want to say it is marvelous that you and Monica are back together again. Oh, thank you. I'm so, I'm so happy that you're happy for me. We, we're all just rooting for the two of you to, to work things out. You know, you, you're a Monica boy, you know, <laughs> you, you, you can't be spending all your time with these oysters. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's how I felt. And I felt like, you know, like. I had that long distance relationship going, and I feel like you know, there's a whole like will they, won't they? But yeah, it feels right to be back with Monica. You know, we're just good uh, friends. Yeah, you're just good friends, and you know that that marvelous sexual tension that has been building up. You know, it, it was just nice to see it released. We're just rooting for you. Oh, good. thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh yeah, anytime. Okay, back up to the table. Hey guys, thanks. Usador, meet me back under the table. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. I probably should have just addressed this while they were under the table and yeah, we, we were above the table. You think John has been just giving lots of blowjobs under the table? Probably. I would assume so. Yeah, I mean, he can do whatever he wants to do, but, like, it's just a little rude that he's doing it under, the, under this very table. Hey. What are you guys doing down here? You hey, need a, nothing. Need a, need a blowy? No, 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 no. no, no, we're, no, fine. no. we're fine. Thank you. We're fine. Okay. Uh, hey, guys, guys, yes. I'm, I'm here, too. I just want to say that I think it's wonderful that you're fostering a sex-positive environment where, where you're just allowing everyone to go on whatever journey they, that their path might take them. Yes, yes, of course. I We're always sex positive here. We want everyone to feel comfortable in their own skin and to explore the things they need to explore to fully understand themselves. Now, when we get back on top of the table, I want Arnie to finish the joke that he was telling while uh, Chant and Benedict were under the table. Okay, Guys, here, we here, we here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. And that's why I don't eat spaghetti, he said. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm stealing that, Arnold. I'm stealing that for my next unique networking event. It's Arnie. Arnie, Arnie, could you meet me under the table, please? Oh, too, Sidor. God, this is... I'm getting... Just what? for a sec, okay, like... fine. Hey. Yeah? I got five pegs left, and it says I'm an ignoramus. I could really use a boost. Oh. What, do you, do you mean to give you some of my pegs? I don't... What? I don't... I played that peg game, yeah, and I jumped them, uh-huh. and I had five left, and it said I was an ignoramus. Oh, that's what that means. I just always thought that you just collect as many pegs from around the tavern as you can find, and if you can fill them all up, you're smart. Oh, that's a better game. Yeah, here's Thanks, man. I needed that. Tusidor. Yeah? Solve those problems laterally. Okay. Can I also tell you something? Sure. You know, I feel like people say, like, we have souls. I feel like we are souls. We have body. Hmm. Okay. All right, I'll fuck off. Okay, fuck off. Love you. Love you. I, I was so ready. I'm just going to talk to myself under this table for a second and do some introspection. He said, love you, and I just, for whatever reason, I just said, love you back. Why did I do that? 
<laughs> and the man said, I'm not a fishmonger. I'm just from Migas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Uh, this, this session of jokes has been great. Well, yeah. Arnold, I understand that you are a, um, you know, a, a nascent citizenship test taker. Yeah. You, know, you have the big exam coming up. Yeah, I have to take like a 500-question test about the history of food. 500-question test about, about the food's creation. Yes, yes. I, I'm well aware and I just want to know, you know, pro bono, I'm happy to, to spend some time with you going over the materials. That is so nice of you to offer to do that. That's Aww. very nice. Well, you know, eunuchs have to always look out for fellow eunuchs, you know. Exactly. And so here I bought a binder. Um, if, if you want me to quiz you about things or if you want me to answer any questions you might have about Funian government, history, literature, secrets, gossip, whatever. Already now's your chance. He's going to be your, your quiz Khalifa, your quiz daddy. It's hard to even know if I know enough to ask the right questions. Like, Benedict, what is the test like? They might ask you, like, uh, you know, how many wars uh, was Foon involved in in the year 1831? Oh, no. I'm gonna have to like they're gonna be that specific, like down to exact years. Yeah, yes, down to exact years. Well, they don't ask vague questions because citizenship isn't a vague experience. It's very specific, Arnie. And there's a lot of Funish history to learn because 1831 was 47,000 years ago. Yes. <laughs> so it's really you know you you really have to know, mind your p's and q's about the past 50,000 years of Funian history. Um, you know, like for example, name name. Three, three Funish leaders that were able to pull off a beard. <laughs> three Funish leaders that were able to pull off a beard. All right, I'm going to treat this like this is the test, all right? Um, well, I'm going to say one um, was uh, Good King Belaroth. Oh, yes, classic jawline that was just enhanced by, by a full beard. Good, good. Okay, now I don't know any more leaders of Foon, so I'm just going to say... The Dark Lord? No. Exact. No. You're counting him, Benedict? Well, I, current leaders are included, oh. and I, I think that just the semblance of a beard over the that vaporous form is is so enticing. And um, and again, I, I would say he pulls it off. I just don't like giving him credit for anything. All right, I, I think I have to name one more. So just, I'm just one more. Take just a one shot more. In the dark here. Good King Beardo. Exactly. Good well King done. Beardo. Yeah, wow, good job. You are paying good attention King, to us. Yeah, Good King Beardo famously didn't have any teeth. So he had that, uh, what do we call a crab apple face, uh, very shrunken in, uh, very gummy demeanor, uh, very, very alarming uh, visage to look at. And, you oh. know, just that, that single follicle that grew out of his one open pore that he would then wrap around his chin and jaw area like a like a muffler on a, a, a winter's day. You know, that just it made his appearance less terrifying. They also called him Beard Owl. Yes, 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 yes. Um, because he was so precise at everything he did. He was, he was so exact. He was almost like a surgeon. And, you know, he had such an appetite for life. Oh, you know, he if, could if just were, eat it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God, I wish I knew more about Foon so I could participate in this conversation. Dare to be stupid. Arnie, you Wait, feeling, so, feeling good about that uh, right answer? Uh, yeah, I mean... You feel prepared? You feel like you're ready to take the test? Well, no, I don't know if I'm feeling ready to prepare the test, but I know that, like, on my world, I always did pretty well at tests, mostly because I wasn't nervous about it. So I have to get to a place where I'm not worried about the wrong answer and just throw things out, and 
if there's one thing I've learned about Foon, it's like it's so crazy that almost everything has happened. It's kind of hard but, to be wrong. But you know what, Arnold? When, when you're nervous, when you're facing that anxiety, just look at the test and imagine all of the questions naked. You know, I, I think as a foreigner, I'm, I'm nervous about messing up and getting something about this world wrong, but I've got to think about it in a different way. Like, it's kind of a surprisingly supportive world. Like, when I say something about this world, it's as if the whole world says, Sarnia, yes, and there's something dirty about it, too. Can I see everyone but Arnie under the table, please? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have, I have a lot of things I actually need to do with my binder, so this would give me the time I need to do this. Thank you so much. Great. I'm a little concerned that Arnie thinks that everything is just happening because he's saying it is happening or something. Like, this is a real weird ego boost or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't get worries. Does he think we're all in his head? I don't know. Didn't we already explore that? You're right, we did. Uh, let's go. All right, I'm very excited to take this test now that I know that, like, Everything I say is going to be right. I just realized that, like, I've kind of felt like I was sort of a dummy in this world because I didn't know stuff. But as long as I just have confidence and just say stuff, it's going to be correct. Oh, awesome. Well, uh, Benedict, why don't you uh, start tossing out some questions from the math portion of the test? Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yes. It's very important that all citizens in Foon are math literate. So um, how many representatives are elected each year to the Council of Eunuchs? Uh, six. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's it's five. It's five. But and what just... about since the uh, reign of the Gauls? You know look... what? I for... I forgot the Gaulian the Gaulian contract of uh, thirty thousand forty eight did specify that there could be up to six eunuchs elected in a county. Thank you so much, Arnold. Thank no, you. No, I'm learning. Uh, I'm now, learning. I, 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 don't, I don't want to interrupt here, but I feel I do need to, to take Arnold down a notch. It's Arnie. What year is it? Right now? Yes. What is the current year? The current year is 1479. Nope, nope. Didn't even start with the right first number. <laughs> but what about according to the old Centaurian calendar? Damn it. He is good. And when I say centaurian, I mean centaurs, not uh, the galaxy. Arnie knows more than we do about food. No, that can't be right. Well, Arnie, if you want to make some some extra some extra coin, you you feel free to market yourself as a as a as, as a Foonian tutor. Yeah, I've just got to start having an air of an expert. Do you know what? Yes. If if you and Benedict were both Eunuch tutors, you could both live together in that eunuch hotel, and 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 be bosom buddies. I don't know. I feel like to sell something like that, you just have to be preternaturally charming. Like you'd have to have the charm of a Scolari to pull something like that That's off. That's very true. Mm. Yes, I, you'd have to. You'd have to be a, a a Dutch seamstress. You'd have to be a Holland tailor in order to make that work. I think. I suppose it's an idea whose time has passed anyway. Might not be exactly appropriate anymore. Well, I don't care what you say, Usador, but it's my life. <laughs> uh, well, why don't uh, we take a quick break, uh, and I'm going to get under the table, and if anybody wants to suck and fuck, I'll be down there. No, well, yeah, yeah, let's take a quick break, and John, don't do anything under the table. And we'll uh, allow our listeners a good three or four decades to get old enough to get some of the jokes we're throwing out in this episode. <laughs> a round of ales for the table. 
Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, So, Benedict, like, I'm so excited to kind of go over more of the stuff about the test, but I feel like I haven't caught up enough on what's going on with you. It's got to be difficult having to make nice with... Was it Dennis Brittlebrains, your unicorn? Dennis Brittlebrains. Honestly, honestly, Ani, it's one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, and and um, you know, and I was gelded. Uh, oh yeah. He's viciously, uh, viciously abusive. You know, he's um, he just makes me do the the most paltry things. And um, do you think I'm ever invited to Unicour hour oh. after work? No. I mean, I'll I'll come in the next day and I'll say, "Oh, what did everybody what did everybody do last night?" and and they'll just look at each other with this this air of discomfort, and they'll change the topic of conversation, and they'll um, and then or they'll give some vague answer, and then I'll really I'll really tighten the lug nut on the old information wrench, and um, and then they'll admit that they all did something without me. Uh, now, uh, when I was first at the Great Halls of Tarakas, I must admit something that is going to shock each and every one of you. I wasn't the most popular wizard there. No. Uh, no I know. Incredible, right? No, Usador, you have beautiful eyes. I can't believe oh. everyone just wouldn't flock to you. Oh, well, if you had been there, I'm sure they would have. <laughs> well, but, <laughs> uh, but what I did to overcome this hurdle was instead of waiting for them to invite me to their wizard parties or to asked me to play all their wizard games, I I decided that I was going to throw my own party. Have you thought about having your own eunuch hour or hosting one? You know what? I have been been taking uh, music lessons, you know, in my private time, and and I have a recital coming up. Um, You know, I'm I'm taking trumpet lessons, so maybe maybe I will invite them to my unicorn recital. Mm. Oh, 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 well. Just where eunuchs play horns? Yes, 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 yes. That sounds French great. horns, I mean, euphoniums, trombones, any brass instrument with a with a mouthpiece. Well, you'll go down in history. That sounds great. May non-Unics you know, also attend? I would love to attend. Oh, yes, Usador. It's um, directly after the parade this Saturday. Um, so I would love it if you were able to show up. You oh, know, we this... we have some appetizers, some some mead. We have um, we'll have. Uh, 
you know, a, a silent auction. I'll do my best to make it, but there are 72 other parades that day. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I understand. I don't know how you fit them all in as a mayor. Well, you just have to go to all of them. But that's a little on you for having just the pre-approved uh, parade permit forms on I, the front desk. I'm beginning to realize that now. But you know what? I think I will step into the arena. I'll make myself vulnerable and I'll say, you know what, Dennis? I would love it if you could come to my, my recital. If you can't win your battles with the sword, why then take up the olive branch? If you can't become a Funian citizen, then become a Migosian vacationer. Arnie left. No, ha 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 Benedict, I, I, I actually do have a question. Like, how how long do you have to live in a world before you get all the jokes or more of the jokes? Like, I, I don't think... get any of the things Chunt says most of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might... You know, Arnie, I, I, I don't know how to answer that kindly, to be totally honest with you. Hmm. Um, I think you either have a well-rounded sense of humor, and you, you understand immediately when someone makes a joke, and you, your, your diaphragm involuntarily contracts with, with paroxysms of laughter... Or, you know, you just kind of nod your head quietly and then, um, you know, loudly complain that you didn't get the reference. (laughs) I mean, on my world, I was someone that had a good sense of humor. I was funny. I appreciated it. You were a good humor man? I was a good humor man. It's true. People were, kids came running when I came through the neighborhood. But here, I mean. Well, that's a signifier that you tell childish jokes. Yeah, I don't know. But the listeners know ever since I've gotten to this world, I've never heard me laugh. Now, you know what you could do is look when they tell jokes and everyone else is laughing. Instead of trying to fake laugh along, just look at them with the deadest eyes and say, that's funny. Okay. All right. Well, Dennis, thank you so much for being here. Oh, excuse me? What did you say? I called him. Oh, how? Benedict. Benedict, Benedict, Of of all the names to call him. No, I don't know why I did that. I'm so sorry, Benedict. You're you're our eunuch. You are our eunuch. It is like. The eunuch magistrate has ripped out my vast deference once again oh, and showing my still that... throbbing gonads to me. Oh, that's part of I... how it works? Oh, you gotta, Arnie, you gotta take a look. Arnie, there are 34 questions alone devoted to the eunuch making process, so I, I, I would suggest you study up. That, that was so hurtful, and I know it was an accident, but I'm not ready to forgive you, and I don't know if I ever will be. Well, and you know what? It's my fault because I let go of my new confidence. Before we go, Benedict, Whisper Brew, will you ask me one of the eunuch questions that I might have on the citizenship test? A eunuch can always summon the courage for a temporary forgiveness. Thank you. Arnie, who is your favorite eunuch of all times? Benedict, Whisper Brew. Thank you. I needed that. Thank <laughs> you. 
Remember, to access our fan-only podcast, Secrets from the Undertable, consisting of hours of bonus confessions, introspection, and rambling erotic content from beloved characters shared under the table, whisper, so this is what we've come to, into any nearby drain and wait. User of the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adol Rafai. Benedict Whisperbrew the Eunuch was played by special guest Brendan Dowling. Spaces still remain in Brendan's pilot season workshop. They've gotta book you when there's no one left. Weaponizing waiting room small talk to send the most confident actor into a self-sabotaging tailspin. As the class is taught out of Brendan's sunroom, therapy animals prohibited. Just when you need them most. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Ryan DeGiorgi, and Evan Jakover. This episode edited by Ryan DeGiorgi. Special thanks to engineers Brett Morris and Josh Richmond for helping to record Brendan in L.A. Oh, no. Clever joke, just I should start talking? Fine. Music by Andy Poland, logo by Alec Laban, additional audio effects by Jason Knox, production assistance by Garrett Schultz. You know, the third anniversary of the podcast is coming up, and if you'd like to show your support for the show in a way that doesn't involve spending any money, feel free to help out with our official wiki at magictavern.wikidot.com. There are plenty of episodes that still need summaries, plenty of chunt forms going woefully uncategorized, so, you know, you can pitch in and help if you want. You can also visit us at hellofromthemagictavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter or on Reddit. Thanks to r slash Magic Tavern moderators Moaron, Homermon, Slifferjam, and Kingly Lightning. And now that I've said their names out loud, maybe they'll rally some support for that wiki cleanup. Big thanks as always to the Chicago Podcast Co-op, and of course, thanks to Earwolf. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.